Welcome to the Balancing Busy Podcast. I'm Leah Remelay, and we are going to talk about how to do less but better, but we're going to focus on why it even matters. Welcome to the Balancing Busy Podcast, where I help time-starved business owners cut their hours without losing income, dropping the ball with clients, or hurting the customer experience. I'm your host, Leah Remelay. Since 2009, I've built six and seven figure income streams while working part-time hours. This is possible and you are capable. So let's jump in. Here's the bottom line. And here is what I absolutely believe. I believe in happy families. I want to see more happy families in the world. And for a long time, I was terrified that you either had to choose success at home or success in your business. I was terrified that I could not have both. And when I realized, when I figured out how to actually have both, that's that balance part, right? How to be successful in my business and successful at my home life. It was so exciting and life changing. I mean, changed my existence. The very way I showed up for everything, I had to show other women how to do this. Because here's the bottom line. You are doing good things. It's not even like you're filling your time with with much that isn't good. If you're anything like where I was, I had let go of things for myself a long time ago. There was no time for that. I was down to taking care of other people, taking care of my business, and there was nothing left. I felt like I was drowning. I could barely keep my head above water, and I was terrified that this was as good as it gets. So why do I have a podcast called Balancing Busy? Why do we talk about all these things? Why should this matter to you? And that's the real question. That's what matters. Not me. It's you. Why does this matter? Because our families, the success in our home, our success as a mother, as a wife, as a spouse, as a partner, as a daughter, as a friend, Nothing matters as much as that. We are not going to look back and say, I wish I had posted more. But we might look back and say, I wish I had let them feel more important, more valuable. I wish instead of telling them, give me 10 more minutes, I would have said to my work, you need to give me 10 more minutes with them. Think about that. We can always make more money. We cannot make more time. Time is the most precious commodity that we have. It is time that is the most valuable resource because money, I can make more of that. I can make more. Maybe it's once your kids are in school full time, or maybe it's once your kids are out of the house, or maybe it's once X happens. We can always make more money. You can always make more money. I believe that. But we cannot always get more time. And so why do we do what we do? Why do we get obsessed with looking for needle movers, with looking for that 1% thing that is going to help save a little bit more time? Why do I obsess over stacking all of these different needle movers? One thing that gets me five minutes, one thing that gets me 10, one thing that gets me three minutes, one thing that gets me 20 minutes, because when I stack them together, 
it creates more space. And where am I going to use that space? And that's what I really want to get to is we will fill the time that is available if we are not incredibly intentional. And when we create this space, when we create this this availability for ourselves, how are we going to use it? And we have to know our why or we're going to use it wrong. We're going to just fill it with more stuff instead of what matters most. I think about this and I think my tendency, if I'm being totally honest, my tendency is that when I see more time, I'm like, what else can I get done? How can I be more productive? Because I love productivity. I love efficiency. I put so much value on being efficient. In fact, my husband and I, last week, we had the best conversation where I was like, oh my gosh, I just had an epiphany. I just had a breakthrough. And what I realized, and this took 20 years plus of being married for me to figure this out, but I realized I value efficiency more than almost anything. Like I love efficiency, okay? My husband values experience more than almost anything. And I started looking at how we each come into situations, whether it is a problem that needs a solution, or even it's like the way we're going to experience a date night or travel or taking care of anything, we come at it totally different. I'll give you an example. I'll actually share with you. As I, I had started to realize this and then, and I shared it with him the night before as we were talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, babe, like think about this. And we were kind of, we were both laughing because we were realizing a lot of situations where we each come at this, me from efficiency, him from experience. Well, the next day we get our list, okay? We've had our house fire. The assessor came weeks ago and they literally cataloged every single thing in the main fire zone, right? And so they they cataloged every single item and they give us this, uh, it's like, I don't know, 10, 15 pages of itemized line by line. And Taylor's like, hey, let's go through this together. So we each have a pink highlighter, we each have a copy. He didn't really want us to each have a copy. He wanted us to be like side by side, laying on the floor, like looking at it together. And I was like, I'm not gonna be able to handle that. I was like, will you just print two? So I have one. I'm sitting at my desk. He's sitting on my office floor, like laying on the carpet. Even this just shows our two personalities. And he keeps being like, wait, wait, what number are you on? Wait, you're getting ahead of me. Don't skip ahead. And like, in my mind, I'm like, efficiency. Let's just get through this. And his is like, no, let's just do it together. <laughs> this is like a fire report. This is us. So if I'm not clear on why I'm doing what I'm doing, I am going to fill the space with the wrong things. But when we know our why, when we are clear about what matters most, why we're doing what we're doing, and then we remind ourselves all the time, because let's be honest, we forget. Like you have to re-establish your intention over and over and over, maybe every single day. For years, this was an alarm that would go off on my phone at about 4.30 in the afternoon. It was the time that I knew I hit my my no-go 
go zone. Okay. It was the kids were home from school. When the kids first get home from school, I was very good about being intentional. I have snacks and they all come around the island and, you know, I'm asking them how their day was. And then they all start getting into maybe their homework or different things. And there was this time frame where it was really easy for me to slip into work, but I didn't want it to be work time. I wanted it to be me being fully present time but I would get distracted. Maybe it's work, maybe it's something else. So a silent alarm came up on my phone that I gave a custom name to that asked me, am I being fully present and intentional with the people who matter most? And that would bring me back. So I literally had that go off on my phone every single day for years and years and years to remind me to come back to what matters most. So why do we do what we do? Who is it for? What is it for? And then when we are crystal clear on that and we set up the systems and the strategies and the automations and the outsourcing and the workflows and the templates and all of the beautiful things that help create balance in our lives, as that balance is being created, we don't accidentally just keep filling the calendar, filling the schedule. I think about the interview I did with Lighty Clouts a while back and he wrote the book, subtraction and this idea that it is actually so much harder to subtract from our lives than we think it would be. Our inclination is to add. Our inclination to solve a problem is, well, what do I need to add instead of, well, is there something that I could subtract that would actually make this better or easier? It is so easy to fill the space. Every single one of us is like, yep, I got no problem filling time. No problem. There are a list of things that I've been wanting to get to or should get to or think are things that I should get to. It is really, really hard actually. And it takes practice to be okay sitting still being in the white space, at least for me. And I know we're all different because my husband, he's better at sitting in white space. He is just, it is more of a gift for him. It is not for me. So I have to be intentional. I have to be clear about why do I do what I do and where does balance fit in? Otherwise I create space only to fill it. So I wanted to share this with you just to give you like a little jolt reset, just in case maybe you needed it too to just say, hey, let's get crystal clear. Let's know our why. Let's know what our intention is for. Let's remember that nothing matters more than the people that we love most, nothing. There is opportunities in the future to scale our businesses and make our dreams even bigger. It's okay to start at 1.0 level. And when time is more available, you'll go to 2.0 and 3.0 and you can scale and you can do all the big things, but it's okay to say sometimes, you know what, right now, I am not going for gold. I'm going for silver, right? Like that is okay. And maybe you need to hear someone tell you that it's okay. Because honestly, when I'm scrolling, when I'm looking at everything, that's not the message I get. The message I get is that I need to go as big and as hard and as fast. And that's what success is. That's how I know I'm really doing great is if I'm scaling 10X all the time. And sure, that might look like some real freaking incredible success in your bank account. 
But if it costs everything else, if it costs your home, your health, your happiness, are you going to be glad that you did it? Are you going to be happy with the results? And I think the answer is no. And I know the answer is no because I went that direction because I did that where I thought, I want to see if I can reach this level now and then this level. And I remember setting the goals. My very first goal, you guys, it was to make a thousand dollars a month. That was it. And I was like, this would be life changing. And I'm going to say at that point, I had my why in the right order. But after I hit that one, I was like, well, could I do this? I remember, you know, eventually getting up to, could I do 10,000 a month? And it just kept going. It just kept going. Can I do 100,000 a year? How about 100,000 in a month? Oh my gosh, 100,000 in a week. Like, I get how glamorous that sounds. And I'm going to be honest, I love... I love what money buys. I'm not going to try to pretend that I'm some saintly person who's like, oh, we don't need to be able to take care of things. Money makes life easier. Okay. It just does. When you don't have to be terrified of how to pay your mortgage or your rent or get food on the table, it's easier. But there is a point. There is a point where maybe we need to say, is enough enough right now? Is it okay to say like this is great right now and I can go bigger later when the kids are in school or when the kids are gone or whatever it might look like. But for what matters to me most, which is them, which is always going to be them. This is as big as I go in order to be the best version of me for them still. I love what I do. I love talking about how we can have all the things. I love, if I'm being honest, what that income provides. I am staring at my vision board right now as I'm talking with you. And I actually have two. I have my vision board. And then once something happens, I move it to another vision board. And I was looking at that vision board just before recording this and thinking about some of the things that I've gotten to accomplish and do. And I love those things. But if I could go back, if I could go back and explain anything to pass me, it would be, it's okay if it happens a little slower. You can slow down. It can all come, but it doesn't have to come that fast. And it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong if it takes a little longer. In fact, it might actually be that you're doing things right. That's what I want to leave with you today. And I hope it helps. I hope it inspires. I hope it just reminds you that you're doing good. And we need to know why we're doing what we're doing if we're going to truly reach balance and keep it. And we're going to need to remind ourselves over and over and over, reset that intention. But it is possible We can have a life that lights us up. We can have success and happiness in our homes, in our health, just general happy. It is possible. I want you to know that. And I hope that this podcast helps you get closer every single week to just that greater sense of balance and just space so that instead of feeling frantic or frazzled, you get to feel fulfilled. 
That's what I want. My life is full. I mean, there's no doubt about it. There's a lot in it, but I don't feel frantic. I don't feel frazzled. I don't feel chaotic. It just, it feels good. And that's what I want for you. I want it to feel good. That is what you deserve. And it's what your family deserves. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I can't wait to talk with you next week on the Balancing Busy podcast. And if you have a moment, if you're giving yourself a little pause, a little recess, will you take a second and leave a review wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast? It means the world. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week.